As you prepare for retirement, you'll be faced with many important choices. We want you to make the right ones. Welcome to Financial Choices Matter with Charles Scott. Charles is an accredited investment fiduciary. He's well-equipped to help you make sound financial decisions. We want you to experience a meaningful retirement. On our podcast, we believe financial choices matter. Well, hello and welcome to another edition of Financial Choices Matter. I'm Mark Haywood alongside Charles Scott. He is a fiduciary advisor at Peloton Capital Management, serving you in Scottsdale. Find him online at pelotoncapital.com. That's pelotoncapital.com. You can also call the office, 480-513-1830. We'll give that out a little bit later in the podcast, but it's 480-513-1830. Charles, hello, and welcome back into the podcast. Good morning. How are you today? It is good to be with you. Always good to be with you, Charles. Well, we got a lot of stuff to dive into today, so let's hop to it. Charles, I want to kick it off today with a bit of a story. Well, that's right. I do love to hear stories from you, Charles. I think it helps to illustrate some of the financial points we talk about here on this podcast a little bit better. Helps to paint a picture for listeners. So I want you to tell us about a time when you really had to think hard to come up with a solution for someone because they had a problem that needed solving that didn't have an obvious answer. Well, there's a big difference between an obvious answer and the right answer. (laughs) And sometimes thinking hard doesn't solve it. Sometimes you've got to reach out for somebody else that knows more about something than you do, which is, you know, always what we've tried to say to folks. We know what we don't know, but we know other folks that in some specific area are smarter than we are. And this came up actually last month. It was very interesting. Had a guy talk to on the phone. He said, I've got, he's been a successful investor. I've got a capital gain tax liability, unrealized capital gains of a significant amount. And he said, I want to know if there's a way to get around it, not have to pay it. And I said, well, I could buy some investments for you that go down in value. You could sell them at a loss and offset the gains. You know, and we both laughed because that's not a good idea. But I said, I don't know, but let me find out. You know, I've never had the question asked. And so I called the local CPA here. And I asked her the question. I said, okay, this is the circumstance. And she said, oh, this is interesting. She said, I just had this experience with someone that had been ridiculously lucky with Bitcoin and had a several million dollar capital gain because they sold it. And she said, you can't get around paying the capital gain tax, but you can change the timeline of when you actually pay it. And it's a complicated and sort of kind of expensive way to do it. But the reality is the capital gains ultimately has to be paid, but you can defer it into the future whenever it might be more advantageous from a tax planning point of view to pay that capital gain tax then. And it involves setting up a trust and it starts to get legally complicated and a bunch of other stuff. But it was like, okay. And when I told the guy, I said, here's a potential solution for you. And I laid out all the pros and the cons of it. But he said, I didn't know you could ever do that. I said, I didn't either. But I called somebody that, you know, we had a good hunch might know. And so sometimes you've got to rely on other people that have different experiences than we have and know things that we don't know because nobody can know everything about all this stuff. There's just no way in the world. And it changes all the time. But because when you sell something today and you realize a capital gain, your tax liability is due next year when you file your tax return. But if you could spread that out over 10 years and pay a little bit along the way, you know, there may be a loss that you could even offset it against someday in the future. So it was just a real interesting 
interesting opportunity to learn something that I hadn't known before. And that's the beauty of the business. I think that's the most exciting part of it, other than the people that we get to work with, because they always have fascinating stories. But it's always you get to learn something new. Something new comes up, something that we didn't have an answer to. And it's like, okay, let's go find out if it's possible. And if it is, then I learned something that I didn't know before. So that makes it a good day. You know, we're still talking to this particular person about does this make sense and what's the cost and is this the best idea for you? But at least it's possible, which I didn't know that it was before. So, you know, there's a lot of smart people out there that do things that we don't do. So we've always taken the tact that we need to surround ourselves with those kind of folks because you just never know when something's going to come up. It doesn't happen very often, but... When it does, it's like, okay, I know somebody. So we'll call and find out. Anyway, that was a stumper from my point of view, but then we've found a solution. Whether he takes it or not, whether it makes sense, exactly, but at least it's possible. So it was great learning experience and shocked the heck out of the client that it was even possible to do. Well, and that just shows, I think, how much you pride yourself on the educational aspect of visits with your clients because so much about it is just helping folks to understand what's going on and understand their options that are out there. So that's cool to hear that you were able to do that. And kind of speaking of some of that education that we offer, we want to do that on the show today, Charles. And I just kind of want to pick a couple of important financial terms that we think you should know. A lot of financial terms can get confusing, even if you've heard them talked about in the media or at work or with family. I just kind of want to explore some of these terms, these concepts, and I just want you to lay them out for us in a way that's easy to understand. So let's start off with the idea of a Roth conversion. Explain that one to us. Okay. In the simplest of terms, you have, I'm going to use an IRA as an example. You have a regular traditional IRA. So you've been able to deduct or not pay tax on those dollars that went into the IRA. If you put $1,000 into your IRA, you got a tax deduction of $1,000. So, and it grows tax deferred and it comes out. When it comes out, it's then taxable. A Roth conversion says you can take those dollars and convert them now into a Roth. And in doing so, you have to pay the tax on those dollars that you are converting. You pay the tax now, but then the Roth IRA grows tax deferred And when the money comes out of a Roth in the future, it's not taxed. So that's the advantage of potentially paying a tax on a lower amount today, leaving it alone for a few years to grow in the Roth and having dollars come out, a bigger amount of dollars because your investment has grown, but you're not taxed on it now. For those of you that might be a little older, Fram oil filters had commercials on television for years and years and years. And it was, you know, they were trying to get you to buy a new Fram filter because you can either pay me now or pay me later was their byline, their tagline. And it's the same thing now. Do you want to convert those dollars into a Roth right now? Pay the tax and be done with it and never have to pay a tax on it again. For most people, a lot of the time, that's a really sound idea. But that's the essence of the Roth. All right, Charles, thank you for the explanation. Let's move on now and talk about the idea of an ETF, not to be confused with an EFT. And of course, now that I've said both of those, your head is probably going back and forth. So (laughs) ETF, ETF, what is an ETF? An ETF stands for an exchange traded fund. It's a product that looks like a mutual fund in a lot of respects, but it trades like a stock. You can buy and sell them anytime over the course of the day, as opposed to a mutual fund, which you can only buy or sell at the end of the day, you know, on the final price of the day is the price you get for a mutual fund. And then I'll give you a perfect example. You can buy an ETF of the S&P 500. 
And it is all 500 stocks weighted the way the S&P 500 is weighted. And you could buy that in one single investment with one single ticker. And it's SPY. And it's not a recommendation. It's just an example. But I could buy it now and I could sell it 20 minutes from now. You know, I'm going to get a different price. It buys and sells just like a stock does. One of the advantages of them is you have a little more tax control over it. And most of the time, most of these ETFs are going to have lower internal costs and fees in them. It might be just an ETF of an index like the S&P 500, or it could be an actively managed ETF, which would be like an actively managed mutual fund. It's just built in an ETF wrapper, exchange traded fund wrapper. I like them. I mean, I've used them a lot. Ever since they came out, I've been using them in greater and greater percentage of the time and using fewer funds, mutual funds, just because I think they have more advantages than a mutual fund has. That's just, well, it's my professional opinion as well as my personal opinion. But that's what an exchange traded fund is. So if you hear an ETF, that's what it means. And finally, Charles, another one that I want to get into here. This is one that I think a lot of people think they understand, but do you actually? And that's the idea of diversification. Oh, you're making a big quantum leap here and thinking that I understand it too. So <laughs> thanks a lot. Diversification in its simplest terms is don't put all your eggs in one basket. And the most basic investment diversification falls into one of three baskets. You either have cash, you have stocks, or you have bonds, fixed income, or something like a bond. Now, you can then get way more complicated in all of that, and you could say, well, do I want U.S. stocks or international stocks? Do I want international developed-to-market stocks like Great Britain and Europe, or do I want emerging market stocks like Vietnam or something like that? So the diversification spectrum begins to expand not quite exponentially, but it gets way more complicated. But the idea is diversification gives you different outcomes at different times. The idea being that if I own this kind of an investment, A, and I own investment B, when some economic or macroeconomic global political event occurs, they'll act differently. So that they just don't always do the same thing at the same time for the same reason. So that's the idea built around what diversification is. It's just really not having all your eggs in one basket, not just having stocks or not just having bonds. And they're moving targets of how much you should have in anything like that at any particular given time, given what's going on in the marketplace. So, you know, it's a term that most people understand, but also don't take offense at this listeners, but they may have a superficial idea of what it really means. We have some research that we use that divides the world into 133 different sectors. That's a gob of potential diversification. And you don't want to necessarily be in all of those parts. But, you know, it's just knowing how do you blend them together to get the best results, potentially for the least amount of risk, because they just don't all act the same way when the same thing happens. That's the key to it. So that's kind of all there is to it. Don't overthink this one. <laughs> because, you know, we can get way into the, the itty bitty details of it. But just, you know, your mom said, don't keep all your eggs in one basket. Well, OK, OK, that just makes sense. Just buy, buy, buy and buy different stuff along the way. Buy different stuff, but buy different stuff for different reasons. Yes, yes. Not just not just to buy different stuff. I like that explanation, Charles. And of course, if you want help getting more diversified in your portfolio, you can reach out to the team at Peloton Capital Management. You can reach out to Charles Scott. Just call 480-513-1830. Charles, what does it look like to come in and sit down for a visit with you? 
What's it going to look like? It's going to be a lot of questions and answers. A lot of questions anyway. You know, people are going to have questions. We're going to have questions. It's just, you know, saying, can we help? What are you trying to solve? And are we a good fit? I mean, it really does truly boil down to, are we a good fit? Do you think we can help you? Because there's rarely something that we haven't seen and we haven't worked with somebody else to take care of for them. Competence and experience is one thing, but a personality match is really critical. Because if we're not going to have fun doing this, don't come. <laughs> You're supposed to have a little fun along the way. After all, retirement is sort of that next big life stage, and there's a lot to look forward to in retirement. You just have to have a plan to get you there. Charles and his team can help you come up with that plan. Just call 480-513-1830 to reach out to Charles and the team. Again, that's 480-513-1830. Charles, as always, thanks for joining us on the podcast. It was a blast. Happy to do it. Glad to share a little bit of what we know. So thanks. <laughs> Pleasure being with you as well. We love doing these podcasts. We'll do another one. Look for it online, pelotoncapital.com. And there'll be more Financial Choices Matter next time. Financial planning and investment advisory services are provided by Peloton Capital Management Limited, a state-registered investment advisor. Past performance is not indicative of future results. No one should assume the information presented here serves as a receipt of or substitute for personalized individual advice provided by Peloton Capital Management. For more information, visit www.pelotoncapital.com.